And we're back once again for the first episode of the year 2020 with an episode of the Stripe Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is still all the time. Yes. I'm one half of your co-hosts. Um, jazz legend Marcus the Worm Hicks, and I'm here with... Uh, backwards man, Alex Beardsley. What's backwards man? It's from Freddy Got Fingered. It just was the first thing that came to my head. And we're here doing a recap of season two. Backwards man, backwards man. Yes. Uh, season two, we finished that a while ago. It's been a month or two since... We've released an episode, which would be our largest hiatus to date. Yeah, before that, I mean, it was but barely we, two weeks. We only existed for, have existed for one whole year. We would have, I don't know when, but sometime this month had our one year anniversary of debuting. That's true. That's true. Um, and debuting. Yeah. It's like it. That's like an intentional mispronunciation. Thanks. Uh, and uh, yeah, so like the podcast is one year old now, a little older, a little wiser. As are we now, one year older and wiser from when we started. And uh, so we can take a look back today, uh, look back on season two, uh, look back on the podcast as a whole, I suppose. It's been a while since we've even uh, been uh, hanging out very much. Yeah, I've seen you two times. So we haven't seen each other or talked to each other all that much in in the show's absence either. So that's kind of a fun thing for the listeners to hear. Yeah, so there's a lot of things that happen that I'd like to talk about. I mean, all right, Buffalo Man, go ahead. First one I can think of. Derek Drymon, right? Finally, uh, oh yeah, yeah. He replied to me on Instagram, and he uh, wanted me to send him a link of our podcast. Uh, he doesn't really do interviews these days, but uh, it was nice that he replied to me. Very cool to hear from him, definitely. Yeah, I'm. You know, I like his art. I've been following it for a while, and instead of emailing him, I decided to finally instagram message him and it was like 16 minutes later there he was in my dms no shit that's awesome i didn't realize it was uh that fast yeah um that's cool um yeah really cool that's great to hear from the man yeah who the man the man the driest man in all the lawn double d yeah, and then I watched that Ed, Ed and Eddie Power Level video. Rick Drymon. Double D. Yeah. But you don't like Ed, Ed and Eddie. I just don't so. love it. Like, I'm not... Like, I watched it, but, like, yeah, I don't really remember it that much because it wasn't, like, that type of show for me. It was for me. It for wasn't sure. like a, oh, like, I'm going to sit down and watch this. I love this show. You know, it was it's like, a shame. Eh, it's on. I'll watch it. It's a shame. It just seemed really uh, dumb to me, I think, even then. Still a shame. And I think that's what a lot of people say about it. Um, I don't remember if the podcast was still going on when this happened. I think it might have, but I am going to be the best man in Jake's wedding. Jake? Yeah. Two-time guest. From the podcast? Yeah. Uh, Other guest, what, our second guest ever, Riley, had a baby. Riley had a baby. Yeah. Congrats. Not with Jonesy, though. Correct. It was with her husband. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Riley and Jonesy, I see you've been watching (laughs) some of Letterkenny. You see? Yeah. I like how you say some of. I've been watching half of it, but everything you bring up is like shit I haven't seen for some reason. But Yeah. You have the newer seasons more fresh in your memory. So that happened. I'm almost through with my Dragon Ball watch through. Oh, yeah. What are you on? I'm on the 
part where like Piccolo showed up and spoilers. Piccolo Senior. Yeah, well, actually, it was Tambourine, right? But he killed Krillin. Oh, you've got a lot still. He killed Krillin. <laughs> yeah, that was the. That's the. I love Tambourine. Like, I don't know. I've probably told you that. I really like Tambourine a lot because he's like the first like killer on like he like kills the main character. He does, and like nobody ever talks about him. And he's also badass. He Tao's looks the cool. first killer, though. Well, yeah, that's true. But Tao is also badass i just love the characters in dragon ball i think they're so cool i think tao is awesome i think uh like i honestly i love like piccolo senior and junior that's great i love the namekians like so to speak the the children tambourine and symbol and fucking piano i think is one drum yeah um the percussion line yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe piano isn't one, but maybe I think it is in some. At some point, maybe not in Dragon Ball, but. Um, yeah. So that that happened. Uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, died recently. Passed away just yeah, this past week. Insane. It's still insane. Yeah, it was mind blowing. Um, to hear that I was at work and my boss or one of my bosses, like one of the manager at work was like, he came back into the back room and I was back there and a few other people were, and he just kind of said it aloud. Like he didn't really, he wasn't really like looking at anybody, you know, but he was just like, I don't know what to say, but Kobe Bryant has passed away. (laughs) And it was like, what? It was just like, what? No, I was sitting down in my basement and I just like sat in silence for like, a couple hours it was very weird to deal with i mean he was the best uh sports athlete in our lifetime he was our you know our generation's michael jordan for yeah. sure you know mm-hmm. um and everybody he i what i said to a lot of cuz there were a couple people that i worked with that were like eh, yeah but you know like Maybe he wasn't such a good guy or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, I hate that that happened. Yeah. Because I looked up a lot of things about it, and, uh, you know, it seems like it was not Yeah, right. Anything, I, I know, you but know? still, I mean, people are there are going to be people who think that, no matter what, just because of whatever. But, yeah, I, I was just like, it's pretty amazing, though. Like, he touched a lot of people's lives uh, in a positive way, I would say. And, um, he, uh, you know, he's one of a few athletes who transcended his sport and is like a household name for everybody not just basketball fans, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's, uh, I mean, he did a lot of amazing things as an athlete and, uh, it seems like from what I've seen, he was a pretty, he was a pretty good dude who like actually like, you know cared about shit and like uh donated to a lot of shit and stuff like that yeah and helped out yeah um but yeah it's a weird it is a weird thing because even i mean it didn't really affect me that much because i'm kind of i don't know i personally like i i'm aware that like the shit happens and it was like whoa that's shocking but you know can happen to anyone anytime like yeah. You know, I, I just have that kind of attitude all the time because I, I just, I don't know, death is weird and it's, it's, it's hard. It, it, it's very, uh, it's an interesting thing when, you know, someone who's famous passes away, someone you've never met before, but you do feel like you have personal connection with them, you know, um, on some level. Yeah. Cause you know, you didn't know them personally or, you know, you were nothing to them or anything, but you were, you know, it's like the, you know, these people affect us, especially, uh, when we're young, you know? Um, and like Kobe was a guy who was just always there, you know, forever. And he was consistently great at what he did, you know? Yes. Um, our deepest condolences to the family. Yeah, not that absolutely. And of Every, course, the everyone other, involved. Yeah, yes, totally. Everybody involved. Whether I mean, there were a few people who were, 
you know, famous in sports and some that weren't, but it's very sad for everyone. Right, right. Um, anytime. I mean, a helicopter crash. Yeah. A private helicopter crash. That's like a, a pretty big deal, you know, for any anybody, I would say. Yeah. Um, that's like that sucks, you know. Uh, but life goes on. Yeah. And uh, the podcast must go on as well. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and his family and the other family and pilot as well. Yeah. On uh on a brighter note, yeah. The coronavirus is making its way across the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. Tis. Yeah. Creeping along. This is like dating the podcast. Episode. So coronavirus does that I mean, does that kill you? It's killed only like 170 people, and just about that much has been cured from it at this point, too, but it's infected, yeah, lots. Right. I get it. I've heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, see? So, uh, geez, I feel like we've been gone so long, but I I mean, oh, we can tell the people that uh, you... Won the fantasy football league. Oh yeah, did we never get to tell them that? I guess. No, yeah. Oh okay, I won. Yeah, uh, first time ever playing fantasy football, and I was fucking amazing at it. Yeah, um, just gifted. <laughs> so uh, I won money, and that's cool. So if you're out there and you've never played before, give it a shot. You might be good at it, like me, and you might never ever i mean undefeated and you know in like league wise you know like super bowl yeah uh, you know yeah never undefeated in the playoffs in my uh fantasy career so <laughs> i'm just An joking. amazing it, talent it's uh it's it's all it is all luck and uh it was a but it was a lot of fun i enjoyed it i'm glad that we did that I yes. would like to uh, get into, if there's not one already, I'd like to get a Trader Joe's one going next year if I'm still working there. Because I know a few guys there were talking about fantasy. You know? Yeah, and they listen to this, so they'll hear it. And they might Join listen the to league, this soon. Boys. Uh, so when this comes out, the Super Bowl will have already happened, I'm sure. Um, Potentially. Who do you got? I'd like to see the uh, Chiefs win. Yeah? Yeah. I like the Niners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Niners Defense w- wins championships. The Niners will probably win, but I would like to see the Chiefs win. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes still is going to have a long career. Uh, yeah. He's going to win plenty, I think, especially with Tom Brady leaving. But, you know, I don't know. I like the, I like the 49ers. I like their story. I like their players. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Tom Brady's understudy, right? Yeah. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Yeah. Um so that's going to be fun. I'm excited to watch that. What's For what sure. what score so we can uh we can see if we're psychic. I'm not. Right? Yeah, I don't 30 I don't even know what is what's like a typical I'm going to go 21 to 17. I don't know. Who wins? The Chiefs? Sure. I'm going to go uh, 38-24. You heard it here first. Chiefs losing, of course. Um, Let's see. Are we diving right into it yet? Is it about that time? To crack the coconut and twist the lime. Mm. Disease. To go with your coronavirus. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you remembered. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that. Uh, we're just going <laughs> to pop right over to the next part of the podcast. We're going to do our top three favorite episodes of last season. Of Spongebob, of course, and of the Striped Sorter podcast. Yes, back to Spongebob. Sorry, folks. (laughs) 
So, uh, yeah, who wants to go first, or should we alternate? All right, you go first with your bottom third. My bottom third? Your last... Yeah. My my bottom third? Your least favorite of the three. Oh, my my least favorite of my favorites. Yeah. So, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I pretty much love every episode in this season. Sure. It's extremely hard to even, like, think about which one is like it it's very hard to rank them in my opinion um and i like a lot of the ones that might be considered like weaker in some people's eyes because i've said in the past how much i love the episode wormy um and that's my pick for number number 3 is going to be uh wormy nice a friend Wait. is a friend till the end of the end it is a good song that's true i love that episode i i think it's great it's an animal focused episode so that i'm into that and um it's just a fun time you know in general uh they like destroy the town kind of always fun when you destroy the town um you know based on a silly lie but um yeah my i love it my Top three, number three, would have to be Dying for Pie. I'm a huge fan of that one. Great choice. Many memorable quotes from it. It's a memorable episode in general. It's such a great story. We got a sweater of tears. We got brotherhood. We got uh, exploding erosions. It's all good. Pirates. Pirate ship. Yes. Uh, Pie. Yeah. Eyelash pie in the face as well. You know, always good to see a pie in the face. Yeah. A classic like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <Meow>. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, so that's mine. What about your number two? Alright, moving on to our number twos. So I'm gonna say um, Todd Bertuzzi. And this like isn't necessarily like my actual like favorites from back in the day or anything. This is like watching through it as an adult. And like whatever, so yeah. I chose uh, the smoking peanut for my number two. Nice on account of I like had kind of forgotten about that one. Like it was like a I Low could key. only vaguely remember it, and it was like, oh man, this one is so good, and it's 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 got some great moments, like Patrick with the popsicle, um, just Patrick being a complete <laughs> idiot, and like also I love how. Um, I do enjoy bringing the, this up just because it coincides with you know uh, my lifestyle and stuff. With the whole you know the whole the whole uh, community rallies around this this poor you know animal that's crying and like wants to uh, fix it, even if it's for the wrong reasons, like Squidward. But I I just love that episode. It was really fun to like r- remember it and uh, you know. I love clams. Yeah. And great I, want, I want them to have their babies. I thought it was great as well. Crabs is a dick. I've loved it for a long time. Um, yeah. My number two, uh, pretty obvious, maybe, but Sailor Mouth. Still such a classic. One of the best ever. Everyone will remember this episode that knows anything about early SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. And hearing the boys swear... It's just uh, just great to see. It was fun, too, with our guest, Lewis, uh, trying to figure out what the swear word was. Yes. Uh, and if it was the censorship of the word or that's the actual pronunciation. Yes, indeed. Yeah, just fun little things to talk about. Eels and Escalators, great game. Yes. Um, the uh, The joke at the end with old man jenkins all good all good what's your number one uh so i'm gonna pick for my number one probably the same as me i don't think so oh no because i picked i picked weird ones okay go ahead so because i i didn't want to get the same ones so i picked ones that well good just made sense for me to pick so i chose the jellyfish hunter as my number one because that was fun it is a a great episode that I don't remember seeing too too often as a kid. I don't think I ever owned that one on DVD. Maybe I did, but 
I just really like it. It's got a great song in it. It has a very obvious, like, anti-factory farm message, <laughs> which I think is, like, not really, like, on purpose of why they did it that did that but it is based on like reality um and i think that's interesting you know uh yeah because we even as kids we see these fictional animals going through what they're going through and we're like well that's not right but <laughs> it actually yeah. happens in real life we don't right. see yeah. it though that's the difference uh it was good and for me that was great because that was the first episode of our podcast ever that i edited Oh, so yeah. That one sticks out to me. That was a that fun reason. one for you. Yeah. I handed over the editing duties. Finally. Yeah. I stopped being an a-hole and yeah. hoarding it. Thank you so much. <laughs> I had a month off of work. I had nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I know. I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I always wanted to edit it for some reason. I don't know. Just because I think that I'm like good at it or something, I guess. But then it like got to the point where I didn't want to do it. So it was right, like, and now I'm better than you at it. <laughs> now you're better. Yeah. So it's all good. Um. So my <laughs> number one was Band Geeks. Yes. Always of course. was my number one. Has to be. Always really. will. As a band geek myself, and just a fan of music, and a fan of a great story, um, a comeuppance for Squidward, his maybe only win in the whole series. Uh, you know, defeating the bully, yeah. the song hitting hard to the, even the fans it's are out the, there crying. It's gotta be the most memorable, like SpongeBob episode, I think for a lot of people, it, yeah. it just hits on all cylinders. It's got great jokes, great visual joke, like great v visual and verbal jokes mm -hmm. sometimes, uh, mixed together with like the Patrick getting stuck in the horn thing. Uh, that's just like a, uh. Is mayonnaise an instrument? Yeah, I mean, it's got some in extremely memorable lines. Big meaty on, claws. On top of, um, you know. Ibuprofen. Yeah, is it also? Sick animal. Wait. Is, dying animal. It's the debut of Squilliam, too. Yep. So, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a the huge one. The next Squilliam episode is going to be a great one as well. But we will get to the preview of Squilliam Fancy Sun. So, that was our top three. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed them too. Uh, I mean, Sorry, I doubt I anyone will, but if you want to send us your top three, we'd love to hear what you guys yeah, think and why. That'd be fun, actually. And we'll discuss, uh, we'll even put it on the podcast and say it out loud. But if not, we get it too. Um, and then, sorry if I was like too weird with like my choices, gang, but they all stuck out to me now as an adult, uh, you know, seeing the show with different eyes than I than I used to watch it. You know, from the way I heard you talk about them, it made sense to me that you picked those. Yeah, well, thanks. I appreciate it. I didn't want it to seem like oh, you were just picking. He's just an asshole. Hipster like, picking. Ones. Well, or I didn't. I didn't want to ma like make it be like blah blah blah. But anyone who listens to this podcast probably knows that I am a vegan, and that's like a real part of my life. Uh, you know, a huge part of my life. My so, life. Uh, it's just. Uh, seeing the show now those all stuck out to me as like oh wow there's you know an animal in trouble and you know or animals in trouble or whatever you know uh and how things are treated you know that's that's always interesting to see uh yeah. to me it's a shame that mr krebs did all that for money and uh and he was so this, cheap too. He powered it all himself by exercising. He you know, even he's a really for... cheap guy. But I do think that if given the chance, Mr. Krabs would set his greed aside so that he could uh, donate money to us on Patreon. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, he could do that. Yeah, I think that. Uh, you know, if he was given the choice between our tiers, right? What what are those tiers that we have? Uh, the available tiers for our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash striped sweater, uh, is the $1 tier. Honorary Town Rookie, in which you're just giving us a buck to say, hey, thanks, guys. And uh, that would be super radical if you did. 
and totally radical. Um, you're actually welcome to give us more than just a buck, if you so desire. And that goes f- uh, the same for our $3 tier, the Goofy Goober tier, uh, where you get... Uh, the Goofy Goober tier, where you get uh, the same rewards as that, plus uh, an extra special uh, shout-out, where we'll say whatever thing you want us to give us a little phrase or fun nickname to say and we'll say it yeah and we'll say your name also yeah and uh you're on our facebook supporters page and we thank you in our posts that we make as well oh yeah that's right so that would be three dollars the shout out on facebook that's one for every season right now we only have two but two very kind and important people that support us right now at the three dollar tier and they go by different names i don't know if you were aware one of them happens to go by the name dr Javago. <laughs> uh jordan lang <laughs> and then of course what would our list of Patreon supporters be without Tiny Boop, Squig Shorterly, Jacob Borth? We thank you guys. <laughs> Tiny Boop, Squig Shorterly. Yeah. What a thing. I hope you love the nicknames. But we really do appreciate you guys, especially with the hiatus of not having episodes and you still supporting us. We really appreciate it and... Thanks. Dirty fucking dangles, boys. So, uh, that was our Patreon. The next thing that we're getting to is fan mail. So this is the part where we answer questions that were written in by the fans. And today we happen to have two different letters to read um, to each other. So we'll ask each other. We haven't seen these questions yet to prepare, but... Hopefully they're good. Yeah. Oh, this one uh, is asking a question for you, Zachary. Uh, Whoa, by full first name? Yeah. Uh, And it comes from our pal Little Timmy Tugboat uh, in Saskatoon, Canada. Oh. Dear Zachary, what time do you go to bed at night and why? Well, that's an excellent question. I'm glad he wrote in to have us say it on the podcast uh, during the recap. So, I usually go to bed around 12 uh, Eastern time. That would be midnight. Uh, That's usually around my cutoff. I actually had the option for work to do an alternate work schedule where I could you know, only do work four days a week for 10 hours. But I chose not to because I I do enjoy having extra time every day instead of having the day off. And part of that is being able to stay up late. And then, you know, I just have to be in around nine. So it's really not that bad at that point. Interesting. Yeah. Um, But I don't sleep because I can sleep when I'm dead. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. So I just stay up 24-7 most days. You know, I just kick it with the boys uh, in the area sometimes. Uh, yeah. Hit up people on Craigslist. Walk down streets and uh, tear up the town. Basically, I just like to do hood rat shit with my friends. No kidding. Yeah. Thank you, Timmy, for the question. Um, so I have one question here from from uh, Anthony Reno, uh, and he is wondering if you could be any vegetable in the world besides yes, what would you be? Any vegetable? And also, it's a two part question. Oh, a two part question? You don't say. Okay. What fruit? If you were a fruit, would you be? That's not. Oh, gee whiz. Um, I'll probably have to cut those two parts out. About what do you think? Uh, yeah, I feel like probably. I don't know. 
Okay. Well, if I were a vegetable. Hmm. Right. Can't move. Unconscious. Living with a breathing tube. Oh. (laughs) No, no, no. Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah, I don't think that's what he meant. I think he meant, uh, yeah. What kind of vegetable? Or is this veggie tails? No, it says vegetables. So for the most part, uh, you know, a lot of vegetables grow underneath the ground. So the life is is similar, you know, for a lot of them. So it's tough to think of like a reason why I would pick one over the other. So in that case, I'm just going to choose based on what I like. And I would say, hmm, I'm going to have to go with a. Does this count? Uh, squash counts, right? Squash is a vegetable. Sure. I'm gonna go it's with a, a sport. Bu- too. I'm gonna go with a butternut squash. Oh yeah. Yeah. You like some butternuts? Yeah, I like butter buttering nuts, and I like you like butter nuts. and you like nuts, and you know Vegan but mixing butter, them though. together just saves rope. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> saves rope yeah um and then for the second part of your question for the fruit oh wait i wanted to say if i was a vegetable i would be carrots because i would love to be good for your eyes yeah that way you'd be able to see all the colors maybe Uh uh-huh i give to people what i never had yeah right right yeah i've eaten a shitload of carrots I've eaten you a whole a hammock of, of carrots at a time, and it just doesn't help. It doesn't help, yeah. the, the color blindness. Yeah. Oh. One time I ate a desk of baby carrots, and it didn't a desk. do anything. Yeah, That's an a oil lot. drum full of carrot juice, and it just... Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, uh, if I were a fruit, though, I would think I would choose... Um, Probably dragon fruit because they're fucking badass looking and yeah, enough said. I'd be a pineapple because I'd want you to have good tasting. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm giving the people what I never had. That's who I am. I'm a selfless man. <laughs> good tasting. It's yeah. funny. They, Might have to bleep though. <laughs> they do sell... Uh, pineapple juice at trader joe's it's like a carton of it for and people just buy the shit out of it <laughs> anytime i see it in someone's cart i go <laughs> yeah hell yeah, hell yeah pimp <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah pimp that's ejaculation what I is a game and you are the winner because you have the most <laughs> <laughs> and it tastes the best yes <laughs> oh man well, Great questions. Really appreciate the guys for writing in. Thank you, Timmy and Tommy. Anthony Reno. (laughs) That's what I said. Tony. (laughs) All right. Next, um, kind of just in a strange order, I know, just moving right along from fan letters to this season's crustiest barnacle. Actually, I haven't picked one yet, but I will be able to decide. Me neither. So, we are going to discuss the crustiest barnacle, which is a thing we made up on what is our least favorite episode of the season. Now, this is tough. This this is going to be really tough. Indeed. Um, It's not easy. what What is your first thought? Looking them down. I don't remember if we did this for the first season. We well we did right we I we agreed we I think it was the Halloween episode yeah mm. well there's one that kind of sticks out on this yeah I feel like there was one that we were we both rated a little bit lower um I'm trying to think right which I mean, one did we which one did we rate lower I don't know. But I felt like we did. I was, you know I, what? I, I yeah, saying, I have one. I was saying the one that sticks out to me is Gary Takes a yeah, Bath. I was going to say that, it's, too. Just because it's like a short, and it's like 
just kind of you know and when it's it came not out, a full episode when it came out it was an overhyped thing well right they hyped it up because it came out two years later than it w- was made or some shit like that yeah it's like and they made it seem like it was this big deal but it was actually like an old episode they just had laying around and it's only like seven minutes long yeah <laughs> i would say that too um i think that just kind of a lot happens it is good still it's I not will bad say it's right good. and yeah. it does have memorable parts but also that was one that was like heavily censored like in other countries so then it's like what's even the point of this existing if you're yeah. gonna censor all the best jokes you know yeah no i get it uh but i would say uh other than that um trying to think right i don't know if i could even pick one other than that um yeah it's like god damn which one was it sandy spongebob and the worm i like it i don't think it hangs completely with most of the other episodes but it is good yeah i i think that's a fair to say but i think it's uh it's still good though like and it's memorable I think the Christmas special, uh, I liked it a lot more this time than ever, just because of the meaning behind it that I kind of never saw. Mm-hmm. I would not put that one in the bottom. Yeah, no, the Christmas is is great. Honestly, one of my, that's like one thing I've like made a point to always watch that Christmas special, even as an adult. Yeah. Like, I love that Christmas episode so much. Um yeah, I mean, literally all of these are... Everyone I look at, right, It's it makes it real hard. Um, right. Gary Takes a Bath has to be the one. One that's funny that I didn't think... I think I told you before where I was telling my friend about the show, and she asked if we did the one where Squidward moves into the house with other people, like other Squidwards, yeah. into the complex. And I didn't realize that one was so memorable to other people, but it was always to me. I just thought I, it wasn't. Yeah, but I always it's good loved to see. that one so much. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with that. Yes, high tone. Dumped is one that a lot of people don't like. I, I found out recently. Oh, really? I I love that one. I always yeah. loved it. Well, it's much different. You know, the pace of the episode and the story. Um, I, you know, yeah, I've been watching like, a lot of cartoon. Uh, it's not typical, like, silly, fun SpongeBob. It's, like, sad, fun SpongeBob. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of cartoon uh, explained, I guess, if you want to call it that, or analyzing uh, yeah. cartoons on YouTube, uh, mostly from other shows. But I did hear someone mention that Dumped was not a good one to most Interesting. People. Do do you know what most people would consider to be the worst Dragon Ball Z story arc? Um, I don't know. Most people, probably like one of the early ones. Th- think of it as these: Saiyan Saga, Frieza, Frieza and Namek Saga, Cell Saga, and Boo. Boo. I would think one of the first ones, like Saiyan or. This YouTube video, uh, this guy had a lot of people I w- vote, I would and say it was a boo, resounding. Personally. It was a resounding boo. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I listened to him explain why. So I'm in the and majority it is, then. It is pretty interesting to hear why. Because to me, I like it a lot because of how many things happen and how memorable all those things are to me. But I think the reasons that that guy came up with were that a lot of those things that happened weren't necessary you know it wasn't necessary for goku to go super saiyan 3 it didn't do anything vegeta blowing up as sad as it was didn't do anything um go tanks also like in the end it never did anything go gohan going ultimate um there were all these transformations and things happening that makes sense and then the main the main villain kept changing so it's like you're you don't have as much time to really hate these villains as you did watching Frieza and Cell just kill everyone. See, that is actually really... I think that makes perfect sense because when Dragon Ball Z was, like, on the first time, I didn't watch it that much at my house. Like, it was usually at my friend uh, down the street's house. 
And like, so I would miss it sometimes because I would be doing whatever or I wouldn't be watching it. I wasn't as into it as they were. Yeah. But, um, so, but that's the thing when, um, when Dragon Ball came out or it was some, I, I liked Dragon Ball. I remember when they put it on there, but I had remember, I think I had seen Dragon Ball when I was a little kid though, because they did bring the first season over. Um, they dubbed like a different company brought it over and dubbed it. And I like swear I like remember it from when I was like young, but I don't know. It's hard to yeah. say. Um, but, uh, I remember really liking Dragon Ball and thinking that was more fun in my opinion, but these kids were really into uh, Dragon Ball Z. And so like, I remember being able to go over there and sometimes I would miss like an episode during the week or whatever, but I'd pretty much be able to pick up on what happened and follow. But like once he got to like boo era, it was like, if I missed like a day or two, I was like, I have no idea what's going on anymore. Like, and I don't, yeah. and I don't care. Like it, it kind of did get to that. One point. One thing I always liked was the world tournaments. Anytime they have those, always love it. Yeah, the world tournament is my favorite, and that's part of why I like Dragon Ball so much because they focus on those tournaments hard. And there's three of them, I think, in the whole yeah, uh, in the whole run of Dragon Ball, which yeah. is only five seasons. And it ends when Goku wins his first one. Yes. Yeah. Um, but. I like that. I like. Uh, I think that's why the Cell games were so good as well, because it was built up to be a world tournament, even though it only had three fighters in total. Right. It, but it, you know, it then became chaos. But it was supposed to be a fighting tournament, right? Yeah. Um. Totally. Yeah. So. That's that. Uh, next, we can do the season three preview. Where we talk about the episodes of season three. Yes, Candidi. So when we start, we are starting uh, off pretty hot. So can I just say, like, when I think about what episodes I remember of SpongeBob that we haven't covered yet, it's always like, oh, fuck, like this is yeah. and so, so like i haven't even looked at the list but i'm like I haven't this either. season has to be like insane this is my I, first I have time feeling looking. and i don't know which one everyone is but i do know the first one the algae is always greener that's gonna be where plankton uh oh man changes places with mr krabs just to know what it's like <laughs> that one's gonna be good and what is sponge guard on duty oh that's when spongebob's the lifeguard yeah that one is good i always thought that one was an earlier one because i, for, I forget about that because of how yeah. simple and yeah i don't but know yeah i remember the like uh cream the sunscreen on the yeah. nose i remember that club spongebob my pretty seahorse those are bangers Oh yeah! Oh, man. oh yeah! Those are both the conch and those mystery. Are both slappers, right? The bully, just one bite. Yep, those are both. Just one bite is so good. I would say both of those are like icon status. Yeah. Like everybody remembers flats, and everybody remembers the thighs. Yes. Uh, uh, the nasty patty, the one that started that, it that all. That one is important to us. Yeah. The idiot box, and that's one of my favorites. Idiot box for yes. sure. We watched that one. Another was, Mermaid Man one. and Barnacle Boy. Yeah, that's the uh, Wumbo episode. Yeah, yep. that's a big one. Doing time, Mrs. Puff in jail. I don't seem to remember that one. They're oh. like, "Hey, Mrs. Puff, it's us," and she's like, "Oh yeah, you're the guy with the chili." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Um, the snowball effect. Uh, that's the one where it snows. One crab's trash. That's the uh, the drink hat. We don't really have to say all of these. I think we should just kind of talk about some of the... You know, we got As Seen on TV. Can You Spare a Dime? I mean, really, I, I just can't... If I say every one I like, I'm going to say every one. We got The Return of Squillium. Right. We got Ravioli, Ravioli, Give Me the Formuoli. We got them painting Krabs' house, Krusty Krab training video, the house party double episode. Wait, what is ravioli ravioli? 
Give me the formulae. No, that's not that one. Already oh wait, happened. we already this did is, that, didn't we? This is oh, this is boo boo bop, boo boo bop. Right, <laughs> right. That's right. That's a classic. One of my faves. Yeah. Uh the the clam, the one where they go to school together. I don't remember that. I I barely remember that Mermaid Man one, the Mermaid Man five. Isn't that the one where they're all superheroes? No, it says, oh, is that right? Barnacle Boy joins the dark side, and they all become superheroes? Yeah, that's the one with uh, Captain Magma. That's very... I barely remember that. Um, They made a big deal out of that one. I have a story for that one. Clams is a good one, yeah. Um, Oh, the Great Snail Race. I remember that. I remember when that one was new. He's got nerves of steel. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Oh, and that, yeah, that silly SpongeBob BC thing. Remember? I do. Uh, was That was weird. Yeah, Mr. Krabs getting old, and uh, who knows? Yeah, Krabby Land, right? Yeah. Krabby the Clown? C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's funny, because I was definitely, yeah... By the end of this season, I was like kind of on my way out of watching SpongeBob as yeah. much. That's, but that's I, really weird. But you remember the Tattletale Strangler at the end, right? Um, what do you mean at the end of what? The season. Uh, for the episode pranks a lot. Yeah, and SpongeBob meets the Tattletale Strangler. Yeah, that sounds like something I saw before. The for one sure. that doesn't sound familiar to me is. The sponge who could fly. Oh, wait. No, I do remember it now. He that puts, was like a uh, one-off. He puts a... Was it a special? He puts... Yeah, it was like they really hyped that one up. I remember that. I do that. remember. Okay. They, he puts but a fucking won't... thing in his pants, a air dry, uh, hair dryer. Yeah. And it blows his pants up and he like flies Spoiler all around town. That one my niece had the DVD of. That's why I remember watching it. But season three is going to be great. So we really hope you guys come back. I think... We'll have some surprises, hopefully, a little change to some of the format, perhaps, and uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be as good as the other two. I've been happy with what we've done. I mean, lately I've been learning more and more about cartoons as well, so I'm hoping that this one will be at least the most informative. Yeah, that's um, good, because I, I watch that shit on YouTube all the time, like yeah, about I'm learning a all lot kinds of, the, of these animation. names that... I never knew before, right? You know, like C.H. Sure. Greenblatt, like I told you, he made Billy and Mandy, yeah, and does all the disgusting faces. Like we'll have to watch for that. Things like, you know, the Health Inspector episode. He did, you know, work on that. And okay, any of the gross faces that you remember, like something smells. I believe he did that as well. Be- He's good at the know. gross faces. Yeah, gotcha. Things like that. You know, it's fun to pick up and that learn. is and that is fun to learn. That's it, that's kind of what I wanted. To try to be. When yeah, I mean, we've been, like <laughs> I think we've been evolving uh, as a podcast, too. We started giving... Uh, a lot of the people I talked to said they liked hearing the facts about the episode. You know, we would talk about the people that made it and the little-known things about when they were released and stuff like that. I think a lot of people have liked that. But the more information we have and we can share with you guys, we'll all grow together. So stick with us. Yeah, for sure. Totally. I agree. And this one doesn't really need to be too long. Most of this is probably going to be cut. This one's, we're not even at an hour yet, but. Oh, yeah. I mean. It doesn't need to be that long at all, right? You guys don't really want to hear us just People aren't even going to listen to it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Some people will. Actually, because it's like the first episode back, that might make a weird Right. Uh, you guys might remember Same. from the last season we did this. Hopefully it's not a disappointment that it's like, oh, they're back, but they're just talking nonsense. But we are going to be back with actual SpongeBob reviews very, very soon. Yes. Just like I am very, very sneaky. Sir? Yes. <laughs> very, very sneaky, sir. So <laughs> So I don't really have My back anything. Hurts. <laughs> so I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, I think that about covers it. Just excited to get back into the game. 
Totes my goats. Scrouts. It's scrout season. All right, and then we'll leave it with uh, this fun song that Alex wrote. Yeah, for Zach. Yeah, on his elect or his acoustic electric guitar. Yeah, I actually do. I want to plug it into my amp and see what it would sound like. I hope it's good. This this part right here is my favorite. Because my amp has. I all love the, the way that you incorporated my name. In in the things I love to do. It's great. <laughs> oh, man. That's you playing that? That's so good. Wow. These people are really having it. They get to, to hear all of this. I'm not actually going to do that. What? Do I, ha- I have there to now? I have to now. Okay. Yeah, it's a good song, I know. It, it it just came to me. I just thought about what I like about my friend Zach and, you know, what he likes to do. And, uh, yeah. Wrote I feel a song. like it's going to end up like that Rick and Morty song. Doo doo butt? Yeah, where he's like, doo doo butt, doo doo butt. And then it's like, there's a doo doo in my butt. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know what to do. Every daughter is a doo doo from my dad's butt. <laughs> Yes. Um, Everyone knows that. Yeah. So that does it for us. I've been Zach Main, totally rad underscore Zach, mystified. Uh, check me out on all social media platforms. Uh, I mean, I've said it a million times, but check it out. I've been Alexander Beardsley. You can follow me on the internet under the name Ashton Waganda, A-S-H-T-O-N-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. I'm a cool guy, so follow me. Also, I forgot that I did actually want to talk about my GoldenEye game that I'm making and that we have a subreddit called Double O Quest, and we have... You know, we talk about it on Facebook, and me and my friend put out new videos... Uh, and it's cool. If you want to follow the development of it, please follow it in that manner. That is the GoldenEye 64 remake we're making for the Oculus Quest. Doo-doo butt. And that does it. For real. So, I've got one question for you. If you could get a million dollars, but you had to be a professional bowler would you do it yes all right that's it thanks guys bye gucci